Hello everyone and welcome to the 54th episode of the Compliance Updates podcast brought to you by Team Legacies. Through this weekly series we endeavor to bring to you legal, regulatory and compliance updates and alerts that you may have missed during the week that has gone by. Let us now take a look at some of the key developments in the past week. In our first segment we will be covering market related updates. The Securities and Exchange Board of India has sought clarity from the Ministry of Home Affairs on the participation of foreign entities in the proposed Social Stock Exchange (SSE). People with direct knowledge of the matter said the market regulator has asked the ministry if foreign entities can invest in SSE listed entities. The Securities and Exchange Board of India has tightened rules to improve governance by weakening the influence on independent directors of promoters and managements. From January 2022, they are to be appointed or dismissed by a special resolution of stakeholders requiring a 75% vote in favor. Earlier this could be accomplished by an ordinary resolution which requires a 50% vote. The SEBI on Tuesday increased the investment limit for payments through UBI mechanism for retail investors buying debt securities in public issues to rupees 5 lakhs from rupees 2 lakhs at present in its effort to bring ease of investment for investors. The new framework will be applicable to public issue of debt securities which open on or after May 1, 2022. The Securities and Exchange Board of India said in its circular The IRDAI has instructed all insurers to publish on their websites the aspects of underwriting norms of offering insurance coverage to persons with disability people affected with HIV AIDS and mental illness diseases and transgendered persons The regulator state that the move will help people to have complete information on the norms that issuers adopt in this regard moving on to some banking sector updates the rbi will be obligated to bring forward its rate increases as headline inflation is slightly above its target range even as oil prices are expected to be higher in h1 january to june of calendar year 2022 according to a report by icici securities A public authority must be neutral and fair-minded. While some concern over cryptocurrency is understandable, recent RBI comments likening crypto to a Ponzi scheme and tulip bubble or worse and proposing an outright ban lack balance. Since February 21, the rupee has lost 2.17% to the dollar, closing at rupees 76.17 on Friday. periods of unprecedented turbulence over the past few decades prove odds are rather short on the local currency retreating further with the rbi likely deploying its record forex pile to cushion back the shock sharing confidential information by customers knowingly or unknowingly is one of the major causes leading to financial frauds the reserve bank of india said on monday The unbridled surge in commodity prices has left the RBI in a dilemma as it looks to strike the difficult balancing act between staunching inflationary pressures and supporting the nascent recovery in the economy after the COVID crisis. 
The RBI has extended the interest equalization scheme for pre and post shipment rupee credit for MSME exporters till March 2024. The scheme will not apply to telecom instruments and entities availing benefits under the Production Linked Incentive PLI scheme of the government. The RBI announced the launch of UPI payments to feature phones. This feature will be called UPI 123 Pay, will offer payments through IVR number, app functionality in feature phones, missed call based transaction, and sound based payments. The central bank also announced the rollout of a 24-7 helpline for digital payments called DigiSathi. The RBI announced that the National Bank for Financing Infrastructure and Development will be regulated and supervised as an all-India financial institution by it under the RBI Act 1934. The National Bank for Financing Infrastructure and Development NABFID Act 2021 received the assent of the President on March 20, 2021. It came into force from April 19, 2021. The Reserve Bank has clarified the mode of receipt of complaints under the Integrated Ombudsman Scheme RBIOS and said that it has taken note of various instances of misinformation being spread through social media about the scheme. Next up are taxation-related updates. Mandatory electronic invoicing of business-to-business B2B transactions for companies with annual turnover about Rs 20 crores will increase goods and services tax registration by 75%, a government official said. The new system, which takes effect from 1st April, will add 1,80,000 GST identification numbers up from the existing 2,40,000 to around 4,20,000, the official said on condition of anonymity. The goods and service tax is required to be paid for properties rented out by partner to his partnership firm. The Tamil Nadu Authority for Advanced Ruling TNAAR has said this will be applicable even if there is nil rent. The goods and service tax has issued a notice to a taxpayer for payment of interest on late fee paid in nil GSTR 3B. Lastly, let us now look at some of the government sector updates. Corporate social responsibility spending performance of companies is set to come under scrutiny after March, when the first cycle of reporting under the new penalty regime gets completed, said a person with knowledge of the matter. The IRDAI has proposed the third-party premium rates for private two-wheelers and cars for financial year 2022-2023. According to a new rates, you will have to pay more for your four-wheeler private car and two-wheelers bikes, vehicles third-party cover with effect from 1st April 2022. Union Finance Minister Nirmala Sitaraman on Monday came down heavily on the tax boards for allegedly not responding to grievances of the tax assessees and directed their officials to reserve Sunday Saturdays to hold meetings with them. During the budget outreach program between finance ministry officials, the industry and trade bodies in Bangalore, the general manager and chief finance officer of the Karnataka Bank, Murlidhar Krishna Rao, 
posted a questions seeking clarity on certain provisions of the GST Act and direct tax deductions impacting the banking sector. Union Labour and Employment Minister Bupendra Yadav launched the Donate a Pension program under Pradhan Mantri Sharam on Monday. This move is to make the process of creating and contributing to a pension fund for support staff easier. A government task force consisting of senior officials is in the process of finalizing recommendations on how to check the steady raise in retail prices of petroleum products in India against the twin backdrop of Ukraine crisis and escalating crude prices. The team has been told to find a solution for payment channels hit by sanctions on Russia. This brings us to the end of today's podcast. Thank you all for tuning in and listening in with us. If you liked today's episode, please do subscribe and tune in every Friday for more such updates. Also feel free to write to us with your comments and suggestions to editorial at legacies.in. We hope you have a wonderful weekend.